From restaurant openings and discounts on bars and hotels to beauty and fashion offers, Sherlux partners with London's best venues, suppliers and brands to bring its VIPs exclusive monthly offers. And this month, we're offering new annual sign-ups, a free 111 Skin Space Antioxidant Booster worth £85. Or trial VIP and get two months free access using the code VIPX2 at checkout. For more information, visit sherlocksvip.com. Welcome to the Sherlock's Highlights podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week, I'm joined by Laura Black, Tamara Corrin, and Lisa Potter-Dixon. Hi. Hi. Hi, everyone. If I sound a little worse for wear today, it is because it was my hand this weekend. So I'm trying really hard this morning. But yeah, I've got a bit of recovery to do, I think, over the next few weeks. Did you have Actually, fun? I had so much fun. What did fun. you do? So much fun. We stayed in London because the wedding's abroad, so I didn't yeah. want everybody to have to give up too much time uh, dedicated to me. So Friday night was just a civilised night at my mum's. Saturday there were numerous activities, a big dinner and a big night out. Did you know about any of it? Or was it I knew that I was being picked up on Saturday morning and dropped off home again on Sunday. I love so, that. And that I was love it. That, too. that was yeah. it. I must just tell you about how they did Mr. and Mrs. Because obviously the usual format for that game is that they sit down the groom in advance and they ask him questions and you both have to get the answer that matches up. But instead of just asking usual questions, they did a Sherlock's themed one. <laughs> so they sat him down and said, Charlotte has given the answer to all of these questions in Sherlock's videos at some point and you have to get them right so everybody played which was really fun so everyone had a pen and paper and it was things like what does Charlotte think should be made illegal what does Charlotte think is important for a good relationship and all stuff that I have apparently said I mean I had no idea on some of them as well we do a lot of video content but stuff that I've said between behind the scenes and the show and all of that so good but your friends must have trawled through they must, that's a lot of research that, that is, is. A lot of research. they must be sick yeah. of the sight of me and the sound of voice <laughs> and there was stuff that I think was in the podcast as well so yeah I mean they really know wow. their Sherlock's back how did he do? Quite badly, but so did I. Oh, yeah. I say a lot of stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's a lot of me out there. But yeah, it was really, really fun. But I'm feeling, as I say, a little jaded. Can we just mm. talk about your outfit? We can. I took about 47 different things with me on the hair. We did a proper fashion show before. The pink PVC dress. I was going for like a Kylie Jenner look, but it turns yeah. out I do not have her body. So although <laughs> everybody else did think it was a fun option. Could still, you move in it? No, that's no, why I didn't no, wear it. No, no. It wasn't for me. It was no. a bit sweaty as well. PVC, PVC dress. <laughs> and it smelled when it came into the office well, that was the silver yeah. skirt as oh, well which, she did wear. which I did wear <laughs> and I bought a beaded top from Zara that was like you know the shrimps bags yeah. like those little top handle bags so it was like a top version of those bags it was Ooh. that really heavy beading I mean I'm really glad I bought a bra for underneath it because I lost the top within about three minutes it was too heavy too much so I love it I love skirt it. most of the night so yeah it was a lot of fun how was everybody else this weekend Lisa have you been doing a lot of travelling recently I've been away a lot yes and then this weekend well I'm feeling a bit delicate too actually so I can't really remember what I did oh Friday night I took the girls out who are the mums so every three months I make sure the mums go out on a big night out oh that's, that's so, so nice good that is a I like good that. friend well yeah. otherwise they don't so <laughs> that's really lovely I like that we went to Richmond at like 10 o'clock and it was a bit rubbish so we ended up going to Oceana in Kingston oh. which is where we went when we were at uni mm-hmm. it's where I met Theo <laughs> honestly we haven't been there for about 10 years it's like going to an airport you had to put everything in a tray oh, go for a metal detector God. 
everything <gasps> was exactly the same. Best thing about it, still do VK Blue and Apple Sours. Oh, oh yeah. Bob, that's why you feel so right. right. <laughs> Nine for £20. Come oh, on. It wasn't even a student night. That is criminal. Yeah, so <laughs> that was just my drinks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was Friday night. Saturday we went to Loaf and bought a sofa. Oh, oh yeah, because we're redoing our front room and dining rooms. So Loaf are nice. amazing. So comfy. So comfy. And so nice. And they give you free ice cream. What? Hey. Oh, yes. They do. Well, always. I don't know, but I did spend a lot of money, so I've got <laughs> yeah. to yeah. Yeah. And then yesterday I was bored, so I persuaded my friends to go out to the pub quiz and we drank lots of Prosecco. Great. So, yeah, it was actually quite a good well, weekend, actually, and I've forgotten. Thanks for reminding well, me. Well, we did have some sunshine yesterday, and that leads very nicely on to our first topic of the day, which is best facial SPFs. I mean, Lisa, tomorrow, I feel like you're all going to have a lot to say on this. Tomorrow, how essential actually is SPF? I'm so big on SPF. I mean, I tell everyone that is the number one thing to use. People think I'm absolutely mad when it comes to like putting 50 on my face, mm. even in the dead of the winter. When I see sunburn, sometimes I see people and I'm like, oh my God, you have no idea what you're doing to your skin. Mm. And it actually bothers me. It bothers me so much. Mm. I've also seen a lot of friends and people I know. I've seen what a difference it has done to their skin over the years. Really? In yeah, I really like, you can see they have aged, you know, mm. much quicker than me or someone that uses SPF mm. the whole time. I think when people bang on about it, it's the number one, it's the number one. It is the number one. But I think also people are very much, oh, it's in makeup, I don't need to use it. Do you know, it's raining, it's cloudy, it's whatever. I only need to use it, you know, strong sun, sun or I'm on holiday or something. It's just not true. Yeah. It's in your moisturiser. It's in my moisturiser. And I it's in your makeup. I wear it separately. Me too, SPF yeah. 50 every day. So, every do I. What, so when do you put that on? I basically put it on before my moisturiser, just because with sun cream sometimes it can be a little bit thick so then I put my moisturiser on because then I find my makeup sits better but you know it's for the UVA and the UVB rays so like you're saying when it's cloudy and people are saying you don't need it you do because it's not about the sun necessarily it's about the rays that are coming through and damaging your skin sorry so just to be absolutely clear use actual sun cream yeah every day wow what do you do no it's in my moisturiser and my makeup so I've just naively thought that's enough I always think in the moisturiser it's usually 15 right in the moisturiser or your makeup so mine's a 50 well that's good that's really good but I would personally still because when you're putting it into makeup it almost I find breaks down what it's supposed to do slightly you know the sun cream is just for the sun protection so what's a good light one then because I feel like that's a lot of layers before you're getting to your makeup I feel like my makeup wouldn't sit on my face because if my face is all I mean it doesn't have to be heavy layer you know it can be and if it's a good SPF I think a lot of people think oh it's going to be chalky it's going to be thick it's going to be gooey if you go for a really good SPF you know you spend a bit of money on it you need so little mm. a little goes a long way you've got good brands out there and I think it just protects your skin I mean I think there's no such thing as too much SPF mm-hmm. and it's very different now you're right a lot of the SPS used to be really heavy white chalky but now if you look at like I would say it wrong La Roche theirs is amazing it just sinks right into the skin brands like Ultrasun they do ones just for the face okay. so when it's a face version always go for that for the face and that seems obvious you've recommended that before and I've actually written it down I was like, <laughs> there you go yeah. well the Ultrasun one also do with glitter in it so. <laughs> ah. 
but no, just make sure you get a face one because otherwise it will be too yeah. heavy. So yeah. the ultra someone we've got one in this feature that's oh. the SPF thirty, but does it go up to fifty? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Great. And that's only eighteen seven seventeen. I mean, it's not a bargain. Bare minerals do a very good one yes. as well. Okay. There's great ones. Murad do a great one as well. Oh, the Murad City Defense. Yes, that is really amazing. Good. There's loads in this feature, but if you're looking for something a bit more affordable, Rituals that seems to be a pretty decent price point. Yeah, Rituals is really good as well. I mean, and also Sarah Chapman. I don't know how much that one is. Was oh, that's oh, yeah, that's mm. a lot. But you know, anything by a facialist is going to be good. Too. But yeah, no, I think that you don't have to spend a fortune, and Rituals is a great brand. Great. Okay. Cool. While we're on the topic of beauty, I had a special request from a friend this week who wanted to know about the yeah. best makeup brushes. Is that a really wide question? It is pretty wide, but for me, Japanese-made brushes are okay. always the best. They're the most expensive as mm-hmm. well, though, so it depends if you really want to invest or not. The Wayne Goss brushes mm-hmm. are amazing, but I would say, if you want something more affordable, I really like Zoeva. Okay. Mm. They're really good as well, and you can't go wrong with MAC. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, like, For tools, they know what they're doing. Yeah, their 217 brush for eyeshadow is like always forever the best but I think anything Japanese the other thing is I go to art shops and do you? yeah so I'll buy brushes from art shops oh, like paint, sorry, paint brushes yeah paint brushes because yeah. they've got long handles and I always work with my hands at the end of the brush mm-hmm. because you have a softer touch so when you're blending you get a better blend the key is though is that they come with like a film on them so I put them in olive oil overnight so it softens them and then you wash it out okay. and takes off that kind of artistic I don't know that bristle it yeah it's kind of like yeah. how do it softens them Cool. Oh, great. Yeah. Where do you learn yeah. this stuff? Do you just come up with it? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm experimenting with or all the oil. Some dinner. I'll just <laughs> I mean, how much cheaper must it be to yes. go to an art shop yeah, than in store? Yeah, Brilliant. Gosh, that's so worth trying. Give it yeah. a go. Wow, that my first yeah. be thrilled. Thank you. Great tip. <laughs> Next up, we wrote a piece on 13 fun family days out with May Half Term just around the corner. What better time to talk about it and also what better group to talk about it. Laura, Tamara, when I messaged Lisa saying that there's quite a lot of mum content in here, I said that you have eight children between you. Oh God, that sounds Right? Which is amazing. a lot. <laughs> yeah, Which is, is. a serious amazing. So I feel like you are very qualified to recommend good family days out. So where's on the list, Laura? So I've gone through the list that we featured and we have just been to Longleat, which was such a success. I don't know if you've done it I've tomorrow. Been before, yeah, but it was great. such I mean my children are quite young, so like monkeys jumping on the car was <laughs> pretty cool. So, so yeah, I had a lot of people talking about Longleat just before we came in here, but I don't know exactly what it is. What happens there? Is it a zoo? Yeah, yeah. it's a zoo. Right. <laughs> you can also drive through it. Yeah. And it's, it's really it's bonkers yes. that you like a mini safari. Like a mini safari. And then there was like a river cruise and there were seals and whatever else it was such a great day out I think you need great weather though don't you that was pretty cold we were Is in that? a car driving through in fact it poured with rain oh there we go there yeah. we go <laughs> <laughs> we had a good day added to the drama <laughs> were they not just saying I need a snack I need a snack I get that when we do anything like in the car we'll take some snacks then snack 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 time but there's the novelty of like you didn't have to have your seat back yeah I know so that's also like, good climbing oh, all around just take to loaf for a day out yeah <laughs> Tamara, what about you? Where's the best place to take um, your fruit? I, I went through the list as well, and there's some really great ones on there. I agree with all of them and been to most of them. <laughs> I would always say, like, a park as well. Like, Battersea Park is amazing. So good. So great. You can hire bikes. Like, there's a go ape there if you want to. There's, there's a great cafe. There's a pitch and park. There's a little petting zoo attached. 
there's so much to do there. And I also love to get my kids outdoors, mm-hmm. you know, unless it's pouring with rain, they're out there. I don't yeah. care, mm-hmm. you know, good. because they yeah. need it. While so much on this list is great, it can be pretty expensive, right? Totally. Big family fortunes, fortunes. Yeah, yeah. fortune. Yeah. There's five yeah. or six of you. Oh my Absolutely. goodness. Totally. Longleat was like a real yeah. treat. Yeah. That was like a half term day out. Yeah. Yeah. A day out, but at the weekend, Battersea yeah. Park, you know. Yeah, it's great. It's but I mean, there's somewhere like London Zoo. I mean, any of these so places, expensive. it's like 150 quid yeah. for me to it's madness and then you kind of think oh could she get away with being three yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm in a buggy <laughs> tomorrow you have five I have five yeah. wow I'm the eldest of seven kids oh yeah, yeah. Wow. I've got no I'm one of six books. I'm one of six but five now that yeah. is a lot isn't yeah, it it's a lot three's a, a lot now super mums I tell you I think every mum is a super mum that is very true but when there's five kids whoa there's a lot of them to entertain only twins then they entertain each other Entertain, stroke, fight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of... Fine line. Yeah. You've got four boys, is that right? And then uh, a girl. Four boys four and a girl, boys. yeah. Was the girl last? No, she's number four. Oh, okay. Oh, she's yeah. number four. Gosh, that's yeah. a lot. How was growing up as seven? It was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was fine because I was the eldest in lots of ways, so I got all the new clothes. And oh, then I you're the eldest. That's yeah. a lot of responsibility mm. as well. It is. And also yeah. you get all of the bad stuff first in terms of like all the rules. Yeah. Yes. You know? Yeah, of And then my sister down got to break all the rules. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then number seven presumably gets Honestly, Eddie could not yeah. do anything wrong, <laughs> like ever. Leave me alone. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's a lot. But isn't it fab? Kind of family. You've also got yeah. four girls. Mm. That's yeah. also a yeah. lot. You've all got big yeah. families. Yeah. yeah, it must be lovely at this age, like to have that big yes. network around you and Christmas and things yeah. like that. Yeah, that's so really nice. special. That's really gorgeous. Yeah, how lovely and nice when you do have kids as well. That then they've got lots of covers. I agree. When they're all yeah, you know, they're very fortunate like that, and I think that's such a gift to give to your kids. Yeah, all these cousins and things and yeah. I mean but yeah it's chaos but good chaos <laughs> good chaos well and back <laughs> so when it comes to family days out what are your tips what do you do to make it all run as smoothly as possible I'd say loads of snacks I was going to yeah. say <laughs> loads, of food. Snacks, okay. loads of food bribery uh, and I think toilets you've got to make sure they have there's toilets okay. everywhere yeah. yeah do you take like you're in loo roll with and stuff like that no you don't like, no, you no, do no, always no. wipe excessive okay. wet wipes, no wipes yeah wet wipes still come mm-hmm. everywhere wet wipes everywhere I don't know. I think also cafe or something like that for yourself to get a good coffee. Always. <laughs> oh, that's going. like the first stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like 20 minute walk, yeah. a cafe. Yeah. And have forward. a plan. I think that's really important. Otherwise, it can just be a bit like chaotic. Yeah. They're getting frustrated. You're getting frustrated because you don't really know what you're doing. I also find that actually, if we do something with another family, everyone's a bit nicer to each other. Yeah. You know, and actually, you know, they're entertained just by being with someone else. They're just easier to manage, I think. I was going to ask about backup do you brave taking them all out by yourselves or do you always make sure there's either another parent or a husband on hand to help out I think it depends on the mood of my children I think if they're in a bad mood I just don't want to do it so publicly Mm -hmm. so I'd almost (laughs) rather just get on with it myself (laughs) but if they are feeling happy yeah great more the merrier and I think what we do a lot all together if we can because it's hard to just split them up it's just logistically it's just so hard so it's just like Right, and we're all doing... Yeah, there's always one that says, I don't want to go there, I don't want to... And you know what? They all have a great day out, so I just ignore it. (laughs) Sorry, guys, this is what's happening. (laughs) Cool, well, if you are looking for more family-friendly activities for May half-term, when is May half-term? Next week? Uh, Week after. after. Yeah, week after. Mm -hmm. And actually, on that note, Kew Gardens are just opening the most enormous new playground that looks amazing. Oh, cool. Actually, hang on. I've not put my two pence into this one, but I will. (laughs) um, Because I forgot that the Harry Potter Warner Brothers Studio 
studio oh, tour yes. is on this list. It's so good. It is so good. My sister actually went on Saturday. And did she like she it? She said it was pretty It's pretty oh, I haven't been. Yeah. I'm not oh, a Harry Potter so fan, cool. so it's not it's amazing. It's not I actually amazing. don't think you need to be a Harry Potter fan. I think it's the most incredible insight into how they make a movie on that scale and on that production level. And yeah. it's just really cool. It's really fun. And you can have butter beer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be fair, it helps a bit if you're a Harry Potter fan. <laughs> <laughs> So, on the parenting day out theme, our contributor, Helen Whitaker, knows the real struggle of being a parent and how planned magical family occasions don't always work out quite how you planned. Have you guys read this piece? I so enjoyed this piece. I thought it was brilliant. I was like, that is my life. Like, always trying to get the perfect snap. If you can just, like, all look at me or turn around so I can get your backs in high order. <laughs> Never goes to plan. So, well, not based on your Instagram. I feel like it's very successful. <laughs> Her piece is basically saying, that whether it's a nice photograph or it's a day out you try and plan these fabulous events and kids will make it go to shit basically yeah <laughs> but then she finishes by saying her happiest moment was yesterday when they met at the train station her son asked her to skip all the way home and she didn't take any pictures she just enjoyed the moment yeah. and it kind of made me think oh I'm probably a bit guilty of always trying to document it sure. and actually just enjoy it I don't think that's a new thing though like I remember being little and obviously long before social media days and still having a bloody camera in my face the whole time yeah. like, but it was just for photo albums yes. instead of Instagram I think it? it's quite amazing how my kids still like pose now oh do you yeah. especially my daughter she's got a hand on her hand <laughs> yeah. I was like just want a very natural picture yeah. Yeah. can you move the hand yeah but I mean it's impossible getting five of them to look at the camera or do anything like that but I do try I am conscious actually of it much more of what of trying to be less of trying get them all doing something all at the same time there's going to be chaos you know and I think that's kind of the joy of it as well and I don't want them to remember I think it's a bit more restrictive isn't it yeah I've also got to this stage I mean my daughter's nearly five she's still quite young but when I look back at photos of when I'm sort of like seven eight Mm. I mean gross I literally hate them and the idea that people could find those yes Mm. would be a terrifying thought so I'm now quite conscious of my children like getting to the age and looking back do you put your kids on social media I have a private one which I will yeah Yeah. but it's more like just documenting a bit for me yeah but not on my work one but also you're not a like this is them in the bath this is them eating no (laughs) once every couple of months (laughs) maybe a post I don't really do it very often that's hard isn't it because we didn't have that you know and you're right there is so many pictures of us when we were younger but they're pretty out or they're in the loft you know but yeah kids now they'll be there forever on yeah. even yeah. if you think you've deleted them they're yeah. somewhere aren't they exactly so it's like a tricky one i've just become a bit conscious of it and i think like when you're little it's one thing when they're, t- when they're yeah baby, when they're like, cute on the hen there were yeah. there were a load of photos of like our teenagers and i would have been mortified, mortified yeah, yeah the idea that those could be public yeah. even now like some of them were putting them on social media i was like no no <laughs> that's not cool lisa you don't have children but how do you feel about the mums who do document their kids every moment I think it's you know up to the individual to do whatever they think is best listen I personally am always on social media so I really can't judge that because that's probably what I would be like I don't really know but I do think the the thing I hear from my friends that do have kids is that they want to enjoy the moments and I think sometimes taking pictures is you're not enjoying yeah. that moment yeah. are you yeah. so I think and they always say oh god they're growing up so quick which obviously they do so it's kind of like you've got to take that moment to actually be there and yeah. enjoy it yeah. and also I do think I wonder what children who are little now are going to be like oh Older and how conscious they're going to be mm-hmm. because of the fact that if a camera's been put in their face their whole lives and it's very different because it is on social media 
how will that affect totally it's a tricky one because if your job has been to be an influencer and share your life and then suddenly you've got children obviously they will probably creep in Mm -hmm. and then I guess you're holding something back aren't you if you start not I don't know I find it a difficult one because if we use you as an example yes like so much of your life is on social media but that's for beauty right Mm -hmm. so so then there's a lot of women I follow fashion bloggers particularly a few in the states actually who I followed for their fashion content and now it's so much baby content and that's okay because there'll be an audience for that as well I just creeped out by my level of knowledge about these people's children. children. Yeah. And I'm a normal person, yeah. so that's yeah. it, that's fine. I mean, what this me more, actually, is that my youngest is almost two, and he smiles for the camera. And my, you know, four-year-old daughter is going, I'm just taking a selfie, I'm just taking mm. a selfie. And she knows how to do these things. And I just think, oh my God, how do they know how to do that? Mm. And actually, it's my own fault. Yeah. You know, it's my own fault. And I see my niece, who is 13, and the pictures she's putting up on Instagram and things and it just with the pout and everything else and I think oh my god but it's such a scary time because we are all learning so none of us know what it's going to be like we're you know social media is going faster than us and we're kind of trying to figure it out and keep up to date but then also like oh what are we doing will we regret it exactly you don't actually know like it might be fine for them maybe it's completely fine like who knows but that's I can imagine that's tricky yeah well I think that with things like anxiety and depression Mm -hmm. and all of this stuff that's been so visible on social media it's not having a positive effect Mm. on the younger kids because they're learning all these words and the effect you see it that it's Mm. having on the younger kids and I just think oh god but you're right we don't know how that's going to turn out in the end but then listen we don't know what Botox is going to be like in the end we haven't had a turnaround of that everyone's face might collapse in four (laughs) we're basically screwed in every way exactly (laughs) if you are interested in reading Helen's piece on um, how to find the perfect moments even when you least expect them, then do check it out on the site. Why are there so many adult scooters? This is the question that we asked ourselves last week. I feel like this story came up quite organically because the topic of adult scooters comes up in the office quite a lot. Everybody's a bit divided on it. Lisa, where do you sound? Would you ride on a scooter? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I find it a bit weird. I don't know. Has anyone got one before? <laughs> no, 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 no. We are all I on did the same we're, page. We're no, I'm not. Thing. I'm not on the really? same page as you. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, oh. well, it's quick. Um, it's free. It's free. Yeah, it's good exercise if you're not on the little motorised mm-hmm. ones. Mm-hmm. So all of that. But I just think, get a bike. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, Lisa. I'm so <laughs> Hang on, hang on. So a bike is like, A, an expensive investment. B, people die on the roads on a bike every single day and see like what a schlap I mean if you've got let's say a 20 minute walk to your tube stop you're not necessarily gonna cycle there and then put your bike on the train or anything but a scooter is a pretty easy way to do that or you could walk you could walk (laughs) but to save time you could scoot instead I have to say I agree with Lisa I mean I think it's actually ridiculous (laughs) when you actually think about it like why that's what I'm trying to understand I just can't get on board I just think Uh, you look ridiculous and then you've got to have the helmet I mean it's not very safe I don't think I don't think you can't go on without a helmet yes do you absolutely on the pavement yeah it doesn't matter I think you need a helmet but also that is another issue in itself I think like being on the pavement I mean it's scary enough with small children let alone adding adults Adults and everything else I just think like that's a whole other thing so the other option is you're on the road yeah no that's not okay I mean that's just not okay and also I read that they go and the electric ones go up to 40 miles an hour no they don't I do feel like anything electric needs to be on the road 
Like that's yes. better. If you're going to buy an electric yeah. one, you should be on the it road as be a cyclist. The... Yeah. Well, it says actually in the feature because I thought this was really interesting. It says if you ride them on the road, you get fined three hundred pounds and six points on your license. Yes. But they also have a driver's correct. license or not. Yeah, correct. But it also says they're not legal to ride on the pavement. Exactly. So, so you annoy everyone. Just a no. <laughs> okay. Fair it's enough. No. Well, I did have one. Basically, I had it for a day because then a lot of grown-up men had to go on it. That sounds awful, doesn't it? My boss, my dad, my brother. This is a few years ago. Everybody had a little scoot and it ended up collapsing after day one. So <laughs> they're not made for big, strong men. But that one day, it was the best thing ever. I live about a 12-minute walk from the train station and it's all downhill. So I literally just like got on my scooter. Was it electric? Straight down? No, no. Did no, you no. feel ridiculous? Like a little bit, but this was about four years ago and I feel like more and more people are doing it now. Oh, I don't know. But also, so my daughter actually on Friday, she was on hers. She goes everywhere on hers, but she fell and it had two front teeth. Oh, the idea that you could do that. Yeah, Yeah. like pavements. You're also falling from a much higher height as well. And going really fast. I don't know. Well, when we were in Paris for our show actually a few weeks ago, we really noticed the influx of, they've now got rentable scooters like Boris bikes. So that started in Paris and they now have the equivalent just scattered all down the street. Mm. And so it's even better. It's like, you know, those um, green bikes that are now all over London, but they're not in the Boris slots have you seen them yes you'll start noticing them now it's basically you can just pick it up but oh, people can just leave them you can just leave them anywhere yeah oh, yeah so you just see them lying down in the park don't okay. you what and you just pick them up and yeah yeah. Go yeah, yeah, yeah I mean you have to pay there's like an app so wow. in Paris they have this for scooters and I for one am really would like that in London I just think if you need to get from A to B and you're short of time but that is a really annoying idea anyway because honestly I've seen them outside like my house this bike <laughs> on the floor and I'm like <laughs> what are you doing leaving your bike outside my house oh, no. like you know but also with a scooter I just can't get yeah. they can't be on the pavement yeah. like, imagine if you've got a kid I've, you know I've got two dogs if I'm walking my dogs on the pavement yeah. and the scooter goes by and the yeah. lead oh my god or you've no. got like a 90 year old woman yes. helping to the shops yeah. to get her milk Absolutely. and she's taken yeah. out by a <laughs> oh, I, just... I also think you know it's something else to carry yeah. like let's say you're going yes. on the tube something, I mean I'm always laden down with bags always whether I'm alone or with the children and I just think it's another thing. Let's say you're going. Let's say you're using it for a commute, and you're getting then on the train. You've got something else to carry. The, you know, they're not light they're items. Yours. I had to fold it up. It was a foldable one. And also, I suppose the problem is it, it does stop spontaneous going out, doesn't it? Like I hate going out if I've got like a parcel to carry or something. So it's a bit exactly. like off work drinks with your yeah. scooter. You don't like them girl. anymore, do you, Charlotte? Yeah, so you really put me off. <laughs> no, I really like that. You know, we made this point in this piece that they are so good for the environment as well. I'm hmm. definitely guilty of taking too many Ubers. So as an alternative to that, I think why not? Less sweaty than a bike as well. I get hot if I was cycling and I feel like a scooter, you just kind of... Oh, I just want to, to see much. Charlotte on one. I really? Just want... I think you would. Mm. I think you just went downhill. I went yeah. downhill. I and then, and it was broken hill. by the yeah. time I came back. So. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that. Well, they're pretty affordable. That's what I'll say. If you do want to give it a go, mine was like 40 quid on Amazon or something, so you can give it a try. I think I'll spend £40 on cocktails instead. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a... It's a relatively new feature on Sheila. It's called Hashtag Ask Us Anything. We ask our readers to send all their questions in, whether it's beauty, fashion, or just word for a big birthday. And our experts will answer the questions for you. So I'm going to put that to you guys now, because as an additional set of experts, because there were some pretty hot beauty questions this week. So, you ready? The first question was, I want to introduce harder working products into my skincare routine. What do you recommend more? Hyaluronic acid or retinol or both? Lisa? Well, (laughs) it's a hard one because they kind of do different 
things, but I think probably both if you think you need them. But the hyaluronic is more for hydration, mm-hmm. really. You've got it naturally in your skin anyway. So it, if you're using hyaluronic, it's going to help plump up your skin. It's going to help, you know, make it look better. Whereas the retinol is more for anti-aging. Yes. That's yeah. right. So I think that you need both. Okay. Mm. Tomorrow? I would say you need both, but I'm a real retinol girl. I've upped it with every birthday. Can I ask, with retinol, isn't it quite drying? It is quite drying. It is quite drying. But I think what people need to do is just use it gradually. So don't use it every night because also you have to only use it at night because it reacts with sunlight. So it can give you discoloration and everything. So you always use retinol products in the evening. But how I began using it was really to gradually include it in my skincare. So like every four nights, every three nights, every, you know, something like that. And give your skin a break as well. It is drying, but I think if you use the right moisturizer afterwards, Mm -hmm. you use like a rich night cream afterwards, after putting on your retinol, you shouldn't have be flaking off. It's not like you've got sunburn and you're peeling off your skin. Then you're definitely using the wrong retinol. It does give you a little tingling sensation at the beginning but your skin does get used to it but the idea is it is meant to shed your skin to a certain degree I really love it and my skin has definitely become smoother as a result of using it yeah your skin is amazing I mean I think I use a lot of products (laughs) (laughs) not just the retinol I just you know I use anything and everything so what retinol do you recommend currently I'm using one from Estee Lauder actually but there's so many out there so many to try and I'm sure actually on the site we've done a retinol piece is there anything specific you should be looking out for in your retinol like you say there's so many out there like if you're a complete beginner is there an ingredient or something or is it different percentages right yeah and is that what you mean by building it up because are you saying you use it more often or are you saying you increase the the percentage percentage? I think you can do either really but I think the main thing is don't just go bang in and Mm -hmm. just start using it every single night and you've never used anything before I think you've got to be whether you've got sensitive skin or not you've just got to gradually introduce it into your skincare and would you use it with hyaluronic acid as well I do the reason being yeah. is because of the drying effect yes. so then the hyaluronic almost balances yeah. brand wise things like the ordinary are really good because they have the percentages on the bottle don't yes, they so you absolutely. can pick and then medic 8 they are amazing yeah. mm-hmm. they've actually just created something called retinate r which is a new balance of retinol and it basically means that it doesn't necessarily affect your skin you can just use it and not worry about the peeling and stuff mm. it's expensive but I've been using it now for three months one of the best skincare products I've yeah. ever used really yeah. I have really dry skin could I use it do you think stay clean yeah no actually it'll probably help your skin really yeah I think it would help your skin if you're just using it like tomorrow, so like three days a week maybe in the evening because actually what it does is it helps to renew your skin cells so what could be happening is the dryness could be a top layer of your skin okay. and then you start using it and it will start to actually help and then you use a hyaluronic and your moisturiser to hydrate okay so you only need a really small yes. amount a really small Tiny. amount I'm quite new to the hyaluronic acid mm. so then. I was going to chuck it all on girl and brands for hyaluronic acid <laughs> so Hadalabo Drunk Elephant really really great. good Kate yeah. Somerville and then you know Lauder they do yeah. have some really great ones as well I think there's something actually on every price point there I mean is. you mentioned the ordinary which is just so affordable mm-hmm. and if you're going to try something out and you think you know 
you don't want to go and spend £30 on a cream, understandably, that you don't know whether you want to use, you may react to, etc. It's a great way of just, again, introducing mm. skincare without spending a fortune as well. And brands like Elemis are really great as well because they tend to have ranges. Mm. So they'll say, right, if you have got dry skin, you pick this, this, and yeah. this. So they're really good at being specific like that. And actually, if you're like me and you really don't know where to begin, then that's... Well, yeah. I, Elemis, actually, their pro-collagen range. Like, oh I've tried oh, yeah, so many best. things and yeah. my skin yeah. has just gone so dry and I just can't get enough of this. Yeah. I use everything. Yeah, the cleanser yeah. is the cleanser. The best. Yeah, too. just it's so good. Also, it so smells good. great, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. But change up something in your skincare routine every six months because you have mm. to think about is your skin getting the same results that it did when you first started to use it? Probably not because your skin becomes almost immune to certain mm. products. Oh. So you don't need to change everything but just throw something new in and see if you can see a difference. Okay, yeah. that's a good tip. Laura's like... <laughs> Okay, next up from one of our readers, is there anything I can do to disguise and treat my varicose veins? I think varicose veins is a tricky one. I think unless you have them, you don't realise they're really painful. Are they? Yeah, they're meant to be very, very painful. Mm. I think, you know, most people would use like compression stockings. I think you're meant to exercise a lot. You're meant to really, it's about boosting your circulation. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So exercise, massage, there's specific creams like leg cream, so to speak, that you could use. But some people even have to turn to surgery because they're in oh, so much Are pain. they quite hereditary? I've heard they are. But I think it's one of those things that, I think you need to kind of get them zapped by yes. surgery yeah, if they're really do. that bad. And if you travel a lot, you can get them. Yeah. Yeah. There's a thing called the body balancer. I just had it done the other day, actually. It's like a sleeping bag that goes up just below your chest and all the way down your legs. And you put your legs in individually. And it's for lymphatic massage. Okay. So it's supposed to be amazing. Like I have endometriosis, so it's supposed to be really great for like any bloating. It's supposed to be great for varicose veins. It's supposed to be great for cellulite. And for like 45 minutes, it's just does all these different pressure points on your body and just drains all of the excess fluids. It doesn't come out of your body. Yeah. It kind of just moves it around. Can and you it's weighs it down. Yeah, weighs right. down. Okay. You can get lymphatic yeah. drainage yes. muscle. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah, and this is like a really kind of intense machine that you can do it. And it was so amazing. Did you feel different afterwards? Honestly, I'm always bloated constantly, you know, just from the endometriosis and IBS as well, constantly. It's the first time, and it lasted about a week, that okay. I haven't felt. It was amazing. And you go somewhere to have it done? Yeah, I went to the Caradis clinic in St. John's Wood, which is actually in the hospital there. And it's upstairs, but it's a cosmetic clinic. But you just go there and put it on for 45 minutes. I think it's about 60 quid. Um, Okay. Oh, my gosh. I thought you were going to say it was like hundreds. I think it's about 60 pounds. I want to do that pre-wedding. Yeah. For like any big event, it's so good. (laughs) But also, if you do suffer from things like varicose veins, I believe you speak to them about it, but I believe it's great for that. It is all about circulation. So I think moving, exercise, massage, anything that really stimulates the blood flow. Yeah. This does also recommend drinking apple cider vinegar in water and regularly adding garlic, ginger, turmeric and cayenne pepper to your diet. This is all just like health and circulation. Yeah, I think that's a diuretic as well. So I think it's just kind of getting... Flushing things out. Exactly. Finally, I suffer from eczema and I'm looking for makeup and skincare products that will suit my skin. Which do you recommend? Honestly, when you've got eczema, the best thing to do is leave your skin to rest. Mm. I know it's like the worst thing to say to anyone that's got eczema, but I think that depending on how serious it is, you need to go to the doctor rather than be picking a skincare or makeup makeup is the worst thing that you can put on your Mm, skin really if you're gonna go for makeup something like bare minerals is probably better but they're liquid products rather than their powder Mm -hmm. products because obviously with eczema it will be then more visible on the skin Mm -hmm. but it does depend how bad it is but i just think you have to go and see a specialist 
There is. This is slightly from a mother's point yeah. of view, but my daughter has quite bad eczema, and we've tried loads of creams, but the Child's Farm Sensitive Range is... Apparently, it was created by a mum whose child yes, was... Yes, it was. She couldn't find anything that worked, and the scented stuff isn't so good, but the Sensitive Range is literally amazing. And you think you could use it on an adult? And yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Why I not, use I guess. it. Wow. And the kids love yeah. the packaging, because they've yeah, got, exactly. like, caught, like, it's all horses, oh, yeah, and it's I think bright, it's, yeah. and it's, you know, animals all over the packaging and everything. I'm a big Child's Farm fan. Mm. Is it all skincare for kids? Like it is bath and body, it's skincare, but it is all for children. But I have a friend who really, really struggles with it, Mm -hmm. and she's used it and and said it was good. Wow, fascinating. Mm. So, Lisa, would your advice be generally with skin conditions? Is it always better to avoid makeup? Is there anything that doesn't really aggravate? I mean, it's obviously like a really easy thing for me to say because actually, if you want to be wearing makeup, you should be able to wear makeup. But I just think that if you can wear less, or particularly with your foundation, don't wear anything too heavy so you know it's the same with acne really if you think about it, a lot of people then cake on the makeup to try and cover the issue but then you're making the issue worse so going for brands that are more organic is definitely better when you're using things like that and if you get eczema on your eyes which is so painful Ooh, yeah. and a lot of people do really you have to avoid putting any yeah. eye makeup on it is one of those things that the only thing that will help it is some sort of skincare and letting your skin breathe yeah. and making sure you take your makeup off properly at the end of the night yes. if you do have it on. Nasty yeah. on your yeah, eyes. Yeah, on your Horrible. eyelids. Oh, yeah, very sore. Horrible. All right, thanks. Well, I won't bore you with all my fashion questions, but one of them was that I'm looking for new bikinis. Can you recommend any cool brands for different budgets? I mean, we had a mix in there, didn't we? Peony is a brand that I love, which is on Letter Porter, and it's quite hard to find really feminine swimming stuff. And mm. actually, they do loads of florals and kind of vintagey shapes, so that's a good one to know. And and other stories is my high street favorite. But also Beach Cafe, which is a brand who has a really great curated edit of really gorgeous, really nice. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, you know, we all know to go to Nest Porter and Matches and they have a great selection. But if you want slightly less to shift through, then Beach Cafe have a really nice curation, don't they? Let's talk fashion now. It was the Met Gala last week. And I mean, I don't know about you, but this was like a hot, hot topic mm-hmm. here for a lot of last week because... I mean, there were some seriously mad outfits, weren't mad there? Outfits. Uh, the theme was camp, in case you missed it. But obviously, that's pretty open to interpretation. Uh, so, Laura, any favourites? So, Rosie Huntington-Whiteley. Oh, I mean, she looked insane, did she not? She really did. Uh, did she ever look bad? Let's <laughs> no, you're right. Let's that face outfit it. was she, absolutely amazing. The thing is, she never looks bad. But additionally, she never gets it wrong. She never gets it wrong. She never gets it wrong. Yeah, so, I agree. Of course, agree. she's beautiful and stunning. Mm. But she always looks so timeless, so elegant. Mm. Um, I just right. feel as well with this as recently like all the award ceremonies and the big fashion I feel like we quite often are a bit like mm-hmm. it was good but it wasn't whereas with this yes, I felt yeah. like there were so many that were just amazing although no Rihanna no she's Rihanna. the queen yes, she's the queen of the Met she is although Cardi B she yeah. filled those big boots I think this year didn't she and I think Gaga always I mean four outfits yeah. she literally stripped off yeah. on the I know on the, on the red carpet amazing. Amazing. But amazing I don't know about you guys but I felt a bit like disappointed in her only because with the star is born it was like you know she shed all of that image yeah. and this whole like costume I'm so quirky thing and, and became this kind of normal real person and then she went back and then she went I back agree. a bit and I, I was agree. like oh I quite like the, yeah. the more authentic you you know what did everyone think about Kim Kardashian I actually thought she looked incredible so did, so did I. I absolutely I mean there's incredible. so many different views on it I was 
quite shocked but at the same time I thought how have you got this figure you know what it must have been for her to kind of get in this dress I was almost kind of quite infatuated by the way she looked she looked unbelievable she wore a corset design I can't remember the name of the designer but by a guy who is like the leading I think it was part of Thierry Mugley so Thierry Mugley designed the dress but the corset that went underneath it was Uh, designed by somebody different who is like the leading corset but I don't notice people's makeup I really really don't I was about about to say oh my god her makeup was flawless It was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Although I must say, I preferred her second outfit that she wore to the party. Did you see it with the glittery wig? And oh, yeah, I did see it. Blue. I did see it. I loved both the outfits, but I thought for the theme, she should have worn that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, for the camp yeah. theme, and then worn yeah. that yeah, to the party. The wet thing wasn't that camp. Was no, it? no. Yeah. And then that's the one thing I will say about the Met Gala is that I don't think that everyone nailed the theme. No, I agree. I wish someone had worn a tent just for jokes. <laughs> 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 well, like, even a flower crown. That did something. Yeah, no, but I don't think everyone kind of nailed the theme. I don't think they ever do. But that's why I think Gaga, you're completely right. But I think for the theme, what she did was right. I think often they don't really understand the theme because there were a lot of people there who were in like fancy dress, but it certainly wasn't camp. I also think they have a theme, but I think they also think I also need to look good. I'm going to make papers. I'm going to be correct. So I think they'll keep the theme as much as they feel they need to keep the theme and then they'll do whatever they want to do. But whereas some, they obviously are trying to make the papers, but there's no like Katy Perry in her burger costume did you see that oh I thought she, that got, she, she wore a chandelier, chandelier. Yeah, I saw the chandelier yeah. she wore the chandelier thing yeah. on the red carpet like it, it was, was a, a bit, bit fancy dress. dress yeah and then yeah. she went and put on a giant burger costume as if she was going to stand outside Burger King and <laughs> rally people inside it was just I don't think that's camp yeah. or fashion yeah. I think she really missed the mark on that one Lisa any favourites so you like the people who really went for it then yeah from a makeup point of view Ezra Miller did you yes, see the, the eyes? eyes so by Mimler's I think that's how you say her name the most amazing illusionist makeup artist that literally blew my mind yeah, it yeah. literally blew yeah, my mind so yeah. I couldn't stop looking for those who haven't seen it he had I think it was like one set of eyes drawn below his real yeah. eyes then one above and then a, a third eye almost a on there yeah. Yeah. yeah it Creepy. was incredible so amazing but yeah so from a makeup point of view I thought amazing do you know I think didn't get it right Ashley Graham did you see in the Gucci with I the hair clips I loved I, it I loved the hair yeah. clips I didn't like the, the outfit tight. I know I agree yeah, yeah, I didn't like the tight and the kind of jacket I didn't like it I didn't think it did anything for her but the hair clips were so amazing cool. So cool. I kind of wish that she hadn't worn all Gucci and that she'd worn just the hair clips and then something really beautiful yeah something feminine and pretty yeah, so, yeah. Um, she had a long ponytail with like hundreds mm. of Gucci hair clips yeah. going down that it, was gorgeous amazing um, yeah. Lisa did you like Sienna Miller's eyelashes did you like that look she had quite a renaissance look she was looked like she looked like Mary Antoinette didn't she she, she had, had like, like a fake mole and she yeah. was in his hood oh yeah no 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 I remember do you know Sienna Miller is beautiful in a way and I really love this. The lashes was a really big theme this year, but I do actually think that that was really beautiful. I was just actually didn't think it went with the dress. No, no I agree. Yeah, I think right. it was just like two completely separate looks going on. But I do quite like, because the dress was quite safe. She wore safe, a dark, yeah. silvery, it was almost yes. 20s inspired mm. dress. I like the fact that her makeup was then maybe more in reference yeah. to the trend. I thought it made her look older though. That's yeah. Yes, yes. I, I actually agree. thought she looked a bit like Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, she does. Can you see? Yeah, Ooh, definitely. Yeah. She does actually. She's like Kate Moss there. Oh. Yeah, I think they were wearing something yeah. similar. Talking about Kate Moss, I think Kate Moss, Florence Welsh, I think they had the most beautiful capes yes. on. Just, I loved that. Again, you know, Rosie did the same thing, just that beautiful. Mm. Yeah. You know, and Anna Winter, kind of 
that she wore. Oh, yeah, gorgeous. cape was Love definitely. Cape. I think I saw a meme that was like, "Say cap, yeah. wear a cape." Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But that, yeah oh, I mean, it was yeah. it was definitely a thing. And actually, I would wear. A, if we often look to the red carpet for fashion and beauty inspiration, and whilst it may not be the Met Gala that is the obvious choice, you could wear a cape over a dress if yeah, that's what absolutely. we're looking for. If you're looking for something a bit different to cover up with for a wedding or an event, then mm. why not? Probably not like Rosie's big marabou uh, feathered one. Feathered thing. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, something like mossy. I think that's pretty cool. cool. Tomorrow, any fashion favourites? I think the capes. I think Florence Welsh. I think Kate Moss. Mm. Emma Roberts. I love Emma Roberts. Emma Was she Roberts. in the pink? Okay, yes. Yeah. And I have to say, I think it's quite a big dress for a small actress, so to speak. So I think it was so over the top, mm. but so perfectly done and still so yeah. chic and elegant and the colour. And it's I think gorgeous. she looked beautiful. I, gorgeous. I love that the colour as well isn't, it sounds silly to say it's not a sickly sweet pink, doesn't it? Because yeah. I mean, there's so much pink here, but it's got, got a coral nose yeah, to it. Yeah. It's yeah. Not a, it's and not her not makeup and her hair was yeah. a bit just, oh, I loved it. I love Lisa Eldridge. Look. She usually does her makeup, so I can imagine it was probably Lisa Eldridge, but like, it's just Amazing. beautiful. Yeah. Amazing. Lisa, any fashion favourites? Oh, do you know, just because of the theme, I liked what Harry Styles wore yeah. in that see-through. I don't know if I would actually, you know, expect him to wear that, but I thought, I like it when people really go with a theme and that was so camp. Yeah. Yeah. It was he just like it. that see-through. You can't get more yeah. camp than that with that giant bow. And he wore heels as well. Heels, yeah. 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 For me, every year, Rihanna smashes it and I really missed her this year. Yeah. Well, one of my favourites was actually Anna Wintour. I have to say, Lisa, I'm the opposite of you. I agree with you and I think you're completely yeah. right, but just in terms of what I'm attracted to it, it ain't the women in the stupid costumes. <laughs> so, yeah, Anna Wintour was my favourite because I think this is such a great example of taking one's own signature style and then making it more appropriate for Completely. day or night or whatever. So, mm. you know, she always, without fail, wears a floral straight column dress mm. and a big chunky necklace. And that is exactly what she said. She's obviously in Chanel, which... She looks amazing. She's amazing. And then she just wore, again, a ridiculous cape over the top of it. She went from maxi length. I love that it's her look, but with a bit of extra drama and flourish. Yeah. I think she's pretty cool. Definitely. Finally, let's talk about the tie-dye trend. Georgie made the headline of this in the email, something like the trend that we were hoping won't come back or something. But I thought, speak oh, for that yourself. Was me. That was I me. Was yours, that yeah. was me. I think I quite like this trend, personally. <laughs> I love tie-dye. Um, I love tie-dye. Tamara, I'm not a fan? I'm, no, I'm not a fan. I feel like it's got a really young vibe to it. I don't think I could carry tie-dye off. I also feel like, you know, it's really associated with that kind of hippie trend and... I don't know, it's like a bit messy about it as well. I'm just surprised because you do tend to wear relaxed yes, clothes. no, absolutely. I would have thought the tie-dye fitted into No, it I think I've had Tamara. Yeah. Not for you? No, Why is that? not for me. I just remember it in the 90s. I just... Just not all sure these fluorescents and the acids and like, just like, ooh. I don't, I do just you remember don't... those t-shirts that when they got hot, they changed, they changed colour? Yeah. Yeah. No, I do not remember them, but they do sound cool. Having said that, I have seen on Instagram people wearing them knotted on yeah. the beach with some high-waisted bikini Oh, I appreciate it's look, still quite cool, but yeah. it's just not something I'm not sure I was going to be yeah, a trend I'm wearing. Fair enough. Lisa? I love it. I mean, if they had like a pair of tied dungarees, I'd <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll find you. We'll find what? out Charlotte's yeah. next yeah. Well, I feel like tied dungarees is not what's going to convince these two. <laughs> but I actually, the reason that I'm on board with it now in this guise is because I think it's come back in such a more feminine way. I agree with you. There is no way I'm going to get in like a purple t-shirt that you could have made on summer camp. That's not my vibe. But there's so many very soft pastels. There's pretty dresses there's slip skirts and actually I think the colours all together if you've got a, a mix of all those pastel colours together that can look so feminine and Agreed. so gorgeous perhaps on a beach in Ibiza I'm just not sure it's one that's yeah. fair that's fair yeah. maybe also it depends if it was 
the tie-dye look on silk yes. or the fabric, then that could look much more grown-up, much more feminine, quite chic at the same time. But I think it's the tie-dye cotton. The T-shirts. Just, yeah. And, yeah. I remember really making them myself. Yeah, me too. I love you that. Know? Yeah. And I just find it a bit young. A lot of big design names have been doing more satiny, silky styles. Mm-hmm. So I think Free People is the place to go for the look. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to spend a fortune right now, they are obviously very good at boho things. And they've got some really pretty dresses. I think just go for a summer dress, wear it with a tan. Mm-hmm. some high heels great can't really go wrong I think that's just about it for this week Lisa thank you so much thank for joining you. us as always if you do have any feedback please do email podcast at cheerlux.com we love to know your thoughts and don't forget to rate, review, subscribe and tell your friends and we'll be back next week